beginning to relate. Then comes the raqib. The raqib is that monitor. Is it the right place? Is it the right time? Is it the right you know, context? But as you know, this is very difficult. If a person has not been disciplined to know the right context, the right place, the right attitude, the, what are you saying? Is it the right time? Then you are again, you grow up in age, but not in wisdom. Wisdom, worldly wisdom, is to call upon the raqib in you. Is it the right time? Are you talking to the right people? Or most of them don't want to hear. And if they don't, then there is no point in conducting with it. So the raqib is, as also the Quran describes it. And then from that comes the qareen. The qareen is essentially the real I. Because I can hide who I am. You can hide each other from each other. You know, we don't show our real intention, our inner side. But the cells know. Every cell in us has in it the story of the entire creation who I represent. So therefore, coming back to the composition of human being, the five outer senses connect us with the outer world. The five inner senses, which are essentially al-hiss al-mushtarak, the combining sense that I know what I hear and what I see are connected. Then khayal. Khayal is the earthing faculty in us, which grows the first two, three years. Then comes waham, the values I give to things. And as you know, on the path of enlightenment, the more we turn away from waham, the more I say it was very good, I wanted it, but I can't get it, therefore it does not matter. Waham, 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 change. All of the shuyukh of the tariqahs reminds us, cut your waham. You thought it was very important to have some, uh, some sort of a status? Change your status. Doesn't matter. Be willing to die. So this is the third one. And then mutafakkira, that which refers to the highest element within my aql and within my heart. Referring to a higher, because you have mutakhayila, which is the low end. I imagine, I imagine, and then also the Quran tells us, do not accuse, do not have dhan. You know, this is mutakhayila. You need mutafakkira. You need to refer to that which gives you closeness of a reflection of truth. Truth does not change. Everything else changes. And then, of course, we, as you know, we all also have memory. That's why the more this memory is revised, the more dynamic is the aql and the mind. And the healthier also is the brain, which is the seat of the mind. Now, we all know that all of this is taking place within what we call the brain. But how does it happen? We can discern the chemical changes, the uh, physiological changes, the physical changes, the electromagnetic changes, but we don't know how that is translated into action. This is another mystery of those. Therefore, in grooming the self, we can say, change your attitude, change your behavior. Equally, we can say, change your mind. You know, Change your mind now and you'll be saved from your fears and anxieties and so on. Therefore, this wonderful thing that we have innate as a gift from Allah in us, which enables us to live a life of ease if we allow it to flow.
if you allow that inner drive in us to show us that some of the things we want, some of the things that we don't want, are not necessarily going to lead us to the higher position that we want to be. The higher position meaning access to the highest within us. Take that access away and most other things become drudgery and becomes in a way distractions in life. I want to do good things. It is good to do good things. It is good to build a mosque. But have you discovered the mosque in you? Have you discovered the light of Allah in you? Otherwise, we end up constantly trying to uh, impinge upon others and give a lot of, if you like, discourses, but we ourselves have not done it. That is why if it does not come from a heart, it does not touch hearts. That is why you find a lot of preaching is pretty useless because it is repetitive of the same old thing. The young and the educated people don't want it because they want transformation. And that happens if we split the spiritual aspect of our deen from the religious aspect. They are never in truth separate. They are ever connected. In other words, in truth, our deen connects heavens and earth, connects this earthy human being to that possibility that is beyond angels, as Adam was. But if we separate them, we end up having a lot of rituals without the transformation. A lot of information, little transformation. So refinement of character implies conduct yourself outwardly correctly, accountable to Sharia. This is Medina, if you like. But also don't forget you were created or Mecca was the house of God. Without Mecca, Medina becomes also a lot of quarrels. Mecca without Medina also is not complete because you want society, you want community. Put the two together and you are on the Muhammadi path. The essential thing to realize whenever we think or talk about upbringing or grooming the self, that like all dynamics, good and bad, vice and virtue are two opposites. And in life, we experience both. You can never go through life without having been given the opportunity and the grace of experiencing good and bad, acceptable, unacceptable, healthy, unhealthy, friendly, enemy, and so on and so forth. And it goes from one end to the other. And this is again how the nafs is described in the Quran. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa nafsin wa ma sawaha. Allah is describing to us this strange beast, us, a human being. And how is this human being? How is he composed of? فَالْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Fujuraha means it's decadence, it's disruption, it's breakdown, and it's taqwa. It's integratedness, it's wellness, it's awareness, it's caution. It's taqwa. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّهَا This is the key word. He who has brought tazkiyah to himself has won, is victorious. Qad aflaha man He who has brought zakat. Now, what is the word zakat? In Arabic, the verb zakka yuzakki means to purify. 
the zakat that we pay implies that because we all love wealth, we all love money, we all love power, by giving an aspect of that, it is as though we are reducing our attachment, our lust, our greed, our love for these things. So the ayah says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَ He who purifies himself, he who is intend to transcend the self, is winning. أَفْلَحَ حَيَّ عَلَى الْفَلَاحِ Falah implies also turning things upside down. That is why it's the name of a peasant. In Arabic, Falah is the peasant because he turns the earth in order to get rid of the weeds and give some air and a newness. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ Now, elsewhere in the Quran says, وَلَا تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ And don't ever think you can purify your nafs. Now, how do you reconcile these two ayahs? One says, he who purifies it will win. The other ayah says, do not ever think you will be able to purify your nafs. Here, you see, the Quran uses the word nafs in a broad sense. In this ayah, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَ is talking about insan, not talking about the lower self. It's talking about the middle self. It's talking about like you and I. Sometimes you are generous, sometimes you are mean, sometimes you are happy, sometimes you are unhappy. Yo-yoing, up and down, like most human beings. The ayah here says, he who is going to get rid of the lower self or be aware of the lower self or be aware of shaitan within, you will win. The other ayah which says, وَلَا تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ It means, do not ever think you will get rid of your lower self. Just turn away from it. Cover it up. Astaghfirullah. You know, apologize. Be humble. Don't ever think you will not have the lower greedy mean within you. You see, that is the meaning of that. Do not ever think you will be rid of it. If you get rid of it, you won't exist in this body. Because we love the body for the first five, six, seven, eight, nine years, all what the baby knows is this body. Later on, you begin to know all what you have is your body and your mind. But by the time you and I are in our 40s and 50s, if we don't realize that there is a light within us that is forever, then we are still miserable in this prison. That's why we have not then finished the job. The job to begin with is to be egotistic, is to be mean, is to be, it's a child. Pinch and conceal and lie and accuse others. Everybody's at fault. But by the time you are in your 50s and 60s, if you do not find every fault is from you, you've missed it. You're going to miss it all. It's going to be too late. Now, I want to move very quickly to how Allah Azza wa Jal reminds us that do not forget Everything you and I experience is there by His grace. Everything is hinging, is suspended by the truth. A lie is covering of a truth. A small lie is allowing a little bit of the truth to emerge. Then he says, Everything is according to a measure. Nothing ever exists in this world in our experiences, unless it has a quality and a quantity. Quantity is a measure, and quality is whether it is right or wrong, appropriate or not. 
we say also, is it acceptable to Allah or not? Is it going to liberate you and I from our lower self and shaitan? Or is it going to increase that inner fire? As Allah describes it in the Quran, they're hit this way and that way. They don't know when are they going to fix this or that, or the currency exchange, or getting more and more and more. We love increase until we live in the grave. So because increase in what? Increase as a child, as a youngster, fine, is a bit more of this, more of that, until you don't know where to put this stuff. But if it is increase about your orientation towards your inner light, Allah's light, by sharing and caring and giving to others, then you have missed it. Then you are still trapped within your miserable little prison. You have not found the way of redemption from the lower self. وما خلق الله في السماوات والأرض لآيات لقوم يعلمون. There are no less than 16, 17 ayahs saying that all of these signs are great lessons for those who know. Know what? No differentiation. That this is to do with the lower self. This is to do with the material worldly issue. And this is to do with human life. This is to do with light. This is to do with eternity. This is to do with no something simple in the kitchen. Ya'lamun. Then the prophetic description of this ilm is numerous. It says to put the things in the right place, not haphazard. This belongs to a specific issue. You have a toothache. You have to address that cause and effect. It is not a superstitious thing or a higher thing. It's a very basic warning that this pain is there for you to correct something that is going to get worse. It is a causal issue. It's to do with the mind. But once you become emotional about it, then you are disturbing your heart. Then you have lost access to your soul, which is there to shine upon you so that you get ilm, you get the appropriateness of that knowledge. So this, these are stages of different aspects that we experience in our normal life. In our Islamic tradition, and especially in the Sufi traditions, there are no less than maybe 20 odd ways of describing the map of the self. The most classical and the oldest is that the self of the human being is encompassing two other layers of other selves. One is the vegetative self, like a plant. The vegetative self has the power of suction, of food, transforming the food into growth, into you know, future seeds and procreation, and discarding, if you like, the carbon dioxide or whatever and other things that have gone in the process of photosynthesis or whatever. Then there is the animal self, which is like the plant, but more so. It has a nafs, it has a will, it has an aspect of a will. Also, it moves a bit more by will from one place to another, following a mind. So this is the animal self. We have the vegetative self in us. As you all know, we have within us all of the billions of, if you like, 
microbiotical uh, living matters which are like plants within our guts. Then there is the animal self. That is why we understand all the animals, the gentleness of the dolphin and the foxiness. If the fox nature or that slight slyness was not within us, we would not understand the behavior of the fox. So we have all the animals in us. And then more than that, we have insan in us. And that is called the human self, or an nafsin natiqa. There is something within us knows that we don't know and knows that we want to know and keeps on constantly wanting us to discover the ultimate, to be content. And then there is the other description, which is fairly, again, common, are the seven different stages of the self. And nafs al-ammara, the childish self. Why not? I'll, I'll do it. And then and nafs al-mulhama, but don't overdo it. Don't take all the sweets away from the others. Leave something away. And as you know, also, we human beings have a sense of inner justice. You see, there have been hundreds.